0: And welcome into Sports Takes with Jake. Yes, the podcast edition. And we are doing something that we haven't done in a long time here on the show. We are talking NBA basketball. Yes, you heard that right. We're talking NBA here on Sports Takes with Jake. And I have a very special guest in here to talk about it, Kyle McDonald, who is a, a resident Celtics expert here. Kyle, how you tonight, buddy? And thanks for coming on
1: doing good Jake thanks so much for
0: having me yeah anytime so we'll get right into it here of course for a lot of you that saw the game last night you saw these Celtics absolutely dominated the Miami Heat to tie the Eastern Conference Finals at two games apiece heading back to Miami for game five and really the Celtics are ran by a guy named Jason Tatum he is a stud in the NBA and continues to show why here in this series last night he had 31 points, eight rebounds, five assists, two blocks, 14 to 16 from the line. Um, he is the fourth player all time. He is fourth all time in 30.5 rebound, five assists, playoff games before turning 25. And he also had he also has 20 plus points in three of the first four first halves of the Eastern Conference Finals. He's only the third player to do that in the last 25 years besides LeBron James and James Harden. So, Kyle, why is Tatum so crucial for the success for the Celtics in the playoffs? It's
1: pretty funny you bring up um, Tatum and all his accolades and his great performances in the playoffs, having um, just been voted to the All-NBA first team just like a short hour ago, pretty awesome. But um, I've been super high on Jason Tatum ever since being a Celtics fan. I can just remember – I'm drafting him like yesterday, Um, and he's just such a good all-around player and a great team leader. Obviously, such a great scorer, can score from basically anywhere on the floor, whether it be mid-range, three-point. Also can take the ball to the hoop with his exceptional length. Um, And him being on the court just allows – for the other important players on the Celtics to get involved and get good open chances like the Marcus Smarts and the Jalen Browns and even the Derek Whites like we saw last, in last night's game. So just Jason Tatum in general is just such an important piece and he's a really, really good player.
0: And to go off of that, um, the defense for the Celtics has been uh, phenomenal, especially in the first half of last night's game. They held the heat to only twelve points from their starters in the first half, which is almost unbelievable to think about when they have guys like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, amongst others. Bam, Bam Amabayo. Um What did this? What have the Celtics done to limit the Heat, uh, especially their starters here, substantially in this game?
1: Yeah, Jake. Good question. Going off of last night's performance, um, I would say that uh, I was just shocked in general to see. The low numbers that the Heat starters put up, um, I thought it was unbelievable that the three highest scorers on the team—Oladipo, Duncan, and Martin—all came off the bench. And so, I would like to say that the Celtics just came and played great defense. I think that more than anything, it was probably that it just had an off day. It happens. But one thing that could be attributed to this awful shooting performance by the Heat, I have to say, would be the presence of Robert Williams. Um, mm. He missed game three in Boston on Saturday, and he was very missed, as you can see by the score. Just him being back, his presence inside just is like no one else. I'd say that's left in the playoffs. Um, It's making the heat, him being inside forces the heat to have to knock down those outside shots, which last night they could not. Max Drews, I know, has been a force in the last – in the series, knocking down threes. He was 0 for 7 at one point last night. So comes down to that, just like spacing out the floor, packing people inside, and um, making a team kind of ex- excise its skill and knock down those tough shots.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, I was watching Get Up this morning before I went to Caddy, and mm-hmm. uh, J.J. Reddick said on the show that the Celtics have not lost back-to-back games in their last 48 games, which is impressive. Um What makes and I think they're undefeated this postseason. I think five and zero in after a loss. Um, What makes the Celtics so good at bouncing back from tough games?
1: It's a good question, Jake. I would say um, if I had to pinpoint two things or two key things that basically make the Celtics good at bouncing back, it would probably be the team leadership as well as the coaching. Um, They have really good veterans. in Marcus Smart and Al Horford, two of the starters and key players on the team that have been known to, for the many years they've been in Boston, keep the team modest, and they're two of the best in the game at kind of leading the team and keeping them motivated. Um, Also this year, Ime, Ime Yudoka, the head coach, and the other staff um, have done a phenomenal job, especially in Ime's first season as the head coach of the Celtics. Um, they've just been very good at adjusting, um, throughout the whole playoffs, even in regards to last game, they lost game three because of turning the ball over. Jalen Brown had five turnovers in the third quarter, even last series, getting Giannis room in the paint killed them at times. And they always were able to adjust and, um, figure out what was killing them. And it's worked so far. I hope that this continues in the playoffs and we will find ourselves in the finals. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And now talking about the finals um now the series is tied 2 games apiece going back to Miami for game 5 what are the keys for the Celtics to win the two of the last three games and advance to the finals
1: I would say more than anything and this answer could be kind of cliche but I would say just in general that it's just important that the Celtics they play their game that they stay consistent that they don't have those awfully bad quarters that they've been known to have in this series versus Miami, of yeah. course. Um, the third quarter in game one, and then that awful first quarter in game three on Saturday. So its I think it's just about staying consistent, um, avoiding those quarters, and then most importantly, um, being and staying healthy as a team. Um, they've definitely experienced a tough playoffs in regards to Um, having this sort of next man up mentality. Um, Robert Williams has been in and out of the lineup. He's actually using this Miami series as a rehab from knee surgery that he had just had Um, and Marcus Smart, we know heart and soul of the team. He hurt his ankle in game three missed Mm -hmm. game four. So he's someone that I'll definitely be praying will play in tomorrow's game because he makes the team so much better just inside and out.
0: Do you think uh, Jimmy Butler will definitely have a bounce-back game after a pretty awful game last night? Do you think he'll kind of take over, especially being at home in Game 5? Do you think that might be the case, or what do you see going on in Game 5 in Miami?
1: Game 5 in Miami will definitely be interesting. I think it's it's difficult to pinpoint exactly what will happen. Jimmy Butler, um, I was shocked to see his performance in last night's game I was I was shocked to see that he only scored six points three of 14 from the field just because of how good a player he is um I hadn't watched much of him at, this year until this series and he's just a phenomenal player he can do everything um so if you're asking me to make a prediction um I'm gonna say that the Celtics will take game five I think that they're much, much better than Miami, just with how this series has been going. And I think that they've let their bad play that I talked about earlier kind of um, shoot them in the foot and kind of take them out of games. But Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that that will change.
0: And then you have the Celtics winning in six then, I'm assuming. If you have them winning game five, you have them winning back home for game six, have them go to the finals.
1: I think that's only right to (laughs) win game five, take – Game, take game six at the Garden and send the Celtics to the finals. It's been a long time since they've been in the finals, probably over 10 years. And I think that last one was versus Kobe and the Lakers in like wow. 2011 or 12. So I was still super young. That's why it's, it's an exciting time to be a, be a Celtics fan.
0: And last question, Kyle. <clears throat> I'm assuming they'll be they'll be playing the Warriors since they're up 3-0 on the, the Mavericks here. Uh, do, what do you yeah. see – do, do, what do you see in that series potentially?
1: I hate to look so far into the future, only because I'm just going on my gut saying that my, yeah. my team's going to make it to the finals. But wow, Golden State has looked so good in this series versus Dallas. They are they're unique in that they space the floor a weird way, running that Curry, Thompson, poole Wiggins, Draymond death lineup, which. I don't even know how the Celtics or the Heat would think to guard. Um, so I think that whoever advances, crossing my fingers, it's the Celtics. Um, yeah. Whoever advances <clears throat> will have an uphill, tough battle against Golden State. But mm-hmm. it is the playoffs, and anything can happen. So just looking forward to some more elite, high level basketball moving forward.
0: Yes, well, thanks, Kyle, for coming on. Then we appreciate the time and. Uh... Uh, yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, good luck the rest of the way. And well, I don't know Appreciate why I don't know why I'm saying that I'm a Sixers fan, but, uh, for your sake, good luck. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see what happens there in the last three games and, uh, and from there.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having
0: me. Yes. Have a good night, everybody. And we will see you back here on Friday.